0: would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip, whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world. As experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs, and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy
1: and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio.
0: Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, today we are talking something a little controversial, and that's park hopping.
1: People love to hate and hate to love. Absolutely.
0: So we're going to dive in everything on park hopping today. Is it worth it? You'll hear about that here in a second. But first, let me tell you something that is worth it, and that is being a Patreon and supporter of Rope Drop Radio, getting all the bonus episodes, after shows, all the things. And we have two new Patreons, actually one upgraded. So uh, Mark Pithand, thank you so much for upgrading to the Mickey Pretzel level. And then Christy Ard, welcome to the uh, Patreon group and the community, which we have a lot of fun talking on Facebook and all the Mm -hmm. things awesome group of patrons and i know a few of our patrons are gonna be there may 29th and may 30th doug
1: that's right may 30th we'll be hanging out in the magic kingdom we're gonna set up an official date maybe or place maybe next week we'll be ready to share what we're planning on doing of course it's all pending on what time we get for a boarding group for tron or an individual lightning lane for Tron absolutely like that could disrupt all our plans and no matter what doug is riding tron with i me. have said i will do it i have committed it's only a minute long so, so you will survive I, I feel like i should be able to i mean don't laugh at me when i fall over when i get off oh, I, please okay. just a little I bit i will
0: not live stream it maybe i will <laughs> <laughs> for only our patreon so if you want to hear more and see more of that you know subscribe to the after show you
1: know last week's after show was fantastic it was by the way it was a long it was almost a whole other show with our guest last week um doing the disney every park every ride every world challenge i don't know he had a big name for it that i forget to keep tweeting
0: that you and i will probably never do but i would love to do Different ways to explore the world. I think that is by... a lot of park hopping.
1: Yes, it's the
0: ultimate. That park is when hopping. you need to park hop. So yes, we will
1: dive into that some more. All right. But first, dog, Apple, Apple reviews, podcast reviews. Leave us a five star. We will read it on the air eventually also we're getting awfully close to that 500, 500 total reviews. Know. you can just click the five stars and be on your Help way you don't have there. to write wonderful things about us when we hit 500 we will do something give something i don't know something something we'll celebrate we will i, I think i still have a couple rope drop cups to give away we hit 500 then we'll we'll have some sort of contest to give yes. away a rope drop price pack
0: yes i got a koozie i got a poster we got some things
1: all right Onto to the review. So much good info for a first-time WDW-er. So, and it's by Nessinu. Yeah, that's not about right. Nessinu. All right. This podcast came highly recommended by my good friend, who is an extreme WDW-er. I don't know if WDW is a word I've said before in a review. All right. And I can see why I'm planning my family of five's first ever WDW trip. And I can already tell listening to this podcast and booking with a Disney travel agent will make this an amazing trip as opposed to the disappointing disaster it would have been without them. That's a great review. That's good
0: and great advice. Use a TA. You're already paying for them anyway. Might as well.
1: Right. Why give the extra money to Disney when you can give it to what is usually a small local business. Exactly. You know, um, or a a family. Also, thank
0: you to my TA for booking me some stuff that I'll be traveling in June. So I here's, we go to the Star Cruiser, come back for two days, and Derek goes back in June with the whole family. My family of five.
1: Right. I don't know what's crazier, me going to Disneyland, flying directly to Disney World for the Star Cruiser, or you coming home for two days. I almost feel like you should have just stayed down there and had Madison come... But I would miss the
0: dance competition.
1: Oh, that's right. That's sandwiched in there. Yeah, that's that's, so I
0: I fly back. It's my daughter's big dance competition thing that they do every year and then fly back. So, And literally the day after the competition. So it's going to be a whirlwind. Stay tuned. It's going to be coming up in 60-ish some days. So there you go. But today... We are going to talk about park hopping. Is it worth it? We did a lot of little topics back in episode uh, 333, but this one we're going to take a deep dive because a lot of our listeners, a lot of our Patreons ask us about park hopping. It is more expensive. Do you do it? Do you take it slow and go to all the parks? So we're going to dive into this topic thoroughly. But first, Doug, what is park hopping?
1: All right. So Walt Disney World has four parks. Park hopping is going to two parks in the same day. So over four days you could go to four different parks. That's not park hopping. It'd be like going to the Magic Kingdom in the morning and Epcot in the evening. That is the basic of park hopping, Derek. It simple is simple enough, right? And you
0: can go to all four parks in one day, which we you can.
1: Done. But here's some caveats because it's never that simple at Disney. The biggest one is you have to have a park reservation for the first park you go to, yep. right? That's your morning park. You have to go to that park. Mm-hmm. You have to go check in. Say it's later in the day. You just want to go to the second park. You can't. You got to go check in first. Use your park reservation. Unless you have annual passes on certain days of the week and with certain parks, there is asterisks to the asterisks on park hopping. But all this park hopping happens after 2 p.m. Yep. So – if the last Which, time by the way,
0: a, I'm hoping, you know, we're recording it, we're saying it out loud, the whole that show when this show Over. comes out, they're like, oh, park hopping, what is that? It's whenever.
1: Bob Iger, please listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just... Even you know, noon. Noon would be fantastic. I, I want 11 so that I can park hop for lunch. Anywho, you can't park, help tel- park hop until 2. So, you can't do it for lunch unless you're eating a really late lunch. Um, yes, some parks might let you in a couple minutes early, but it's two. It's really two. It's, mm-hmm. it's right around two. It's, and by a couple minutes, we're talking five, 10, yep. right? Derek and I have both kind of experimented that we've both pushed the boundaries, been told no, been told yes, but two o'clock park hop. That's when you can do the it. The
0: hotter it is, the least likely they're going to let you park hop before two. I've Because that. they want they you, want to, you to boil in the, in the sun.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Park hopping, that's the basic thing. There's there's some other caveats and rules. Dare questions about park hopping?
0: Uh no, I mean I've been doing it for years, but before this show began, Doug, I was not a park hopper for you. So the
1: question I thought you would ask me, sir. Come on now. Can you you're going for seven days, right? Seven days in the park. Can I just buy an eight-day ticket? Because that eighth day is only like $20 more and just use that to park hop. No. Why can't you? Because Disney says so. Yeah. That's the simple thing. It's it. You can't just add more days on of your park ticket and use a separate day from your ticket to get in. Um, park hopping, as you can imagine, is not free. No, it is definitely an added cost, which seems to
0: change and go up every year. And yes. so that is one of the biggest... Uh, could be a disadvantage or an advantage depending how you look at it but yes it is going to cost you more if you want to go to multiple parks and so do you want to talk about advantages and disadvantages well
1: let me just give the prices real quick and how that works so it is not a simple thing it used to be like 65 bucks to add park hopping. Then it became like 65 bucks for a one-day ticket, a 75 for a two- to three-day ticket, and then 85 for, you know, four- to ten-day. Someone and, just
0: tuned us out completely.
1: Right. It's confusing as heck. So say you buy a five-day ticket, you can park hop all five days. But if you're only going to park hop one of the five days, you're still paying the same amount for your five-day park hopper. All right, there's doesn't matter how many days you park hop within your five or six or seven day park ticket. It's the same price. But now Disney has variable pricing on park hopping. So not only does it matter how many days your base ticket is, it also matters when your base ticket is. So say you're going on Easter or Christmas. Guess what? It's going to cost more to add the hopper. So it also matters what park you're reserving for your park hop so your base ticket is tied if you buy a one day it's tied to either the magic kingdom or hollywood studios because those tickets cost different amounts for the different parks on a one day ticket and guess what if you do in the more expensive park park hopping also costs more they get you coming and going folks so it can range anywhere from 75 dollars. To $113 on the peak, peak, peak day. Not cheap at all. But that's like New Year's. Yeah. That's where, which New Year's is a fantastic day to park hop. Absolutely. So that's that's enough of, I think that's the fundamentals. Like the prices are the same for kids or adults to... I think that's it. And you can also add this after you're there and already using your park ticket. They will let you add on park hopping at any point of your park ticket. They're not afraid to say, yes, please give us... Yes, we
0: want more money. Absolutely. Disney turned down money?
1: Yeah, they they really are good at not doing that. Although, there are some things we've discussed in the past, like, why aren't characters at this meal? It seems like money... Oh, I have a lot of them. I was talking to some more
0: Patreons today about it, actually.
1: Yeah. In fact...
0: Talking about money, our Patreon episode this week is going to be what we think they're going to be doing with all the money they talked about. Okay, yeah, the $17 17 Yeah,
1: so that's what Doug and I are going
0: to discuss on Patreon. So money, if you want to hear that, subscribe and support the show.
1: Yeah, all right. Also, uh, parking, if you pay to park in the morning at, say, the Magic Kingdom and you drive your car over to Epcot to hop, you're parking, you only have to pay once. You just show them the, the same little receipt.
0: Yep. There you go. There so, you go. All, all right. right. Let's talk about more. Uh, do you want to talk about why people would want to not purchase park
1: hopping? Oh, you want to end on the advantages? Yeah. Go to the, Sure. Start let's go beginning. with the disadvantage. Yes. Most obvious disadvantage, staring us in the face, right? It, it costs money.
0: Yeah, it costs money, and so that's why a lot of our listeners, when they're booking a trip and want to ask questions, a lot of our patrons, uh, a lot of people think, okay, there's I'm going to be down there for four days, there's four parks, I'll just do one park a day. And you know what? That's okay. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that strategy. If you can only afford that, by all means, do it because you can then uh, take your time and make sure you get through all four parks for a reasonable price.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely adds costs. I think that's the biggest disadvantage Bar none, um hundred percent the cost. The other big disadvantage is the way some people utilize it or see it is time away from the park. We'll talk about that also in the advantages, but I right, Derek, that was that was your main reason for not hopping when we started the show way back in twenty sixteen. I was also a lot cheaper. So it was both the number one and two there.
0: Yep, there you go. Then and, and now that I've learned and then we start here. Do you want me to transition why? I, I, started I think hopping? there's
1: more negatives. Okay, let's, let's more negatives. More dis- so some... what disadvantages do you have in addition to those two? Uh
0: you're missing out on extra things. So whether it be some special things at food & Wine, like we like to hop because we're able to get to Epcot more, try different things, experience uh, different booths at food and wine, stuff like that. Like I like to be able to uh, keep my options open on what I want to eat. There's been times where my kids are like, Hey, we want this. So is this meal. an advantage of hopping? Oh, I should say a disadvantage of not being able to hop.
1: Which would be an advantage of hopping. There
0: you go. I'm getting the we're, two confused we're doing, on this yes, one. Derek. Yes.
1: We're talking about why you want it top right now. Yeah, let's, okay, so Let's dial keep back there. in. The, the all... big, the big thing... Keep you on there the you go.
0: Keep inside. me on track. Oof, uh, losing you. I think just if you want to ensure that you get that park thoroughly done, being able to do all the extra little things around uh, Animal Kingdom or making sure you do all the things at Epcot, uh, that is always a good one. So you're not feeling stressed to get to another park. You know you're there one day. You're gonna get everything you want to get done done,
1: okay, here's here's one um, so we got the cost. You have the time it takes to hop. You have the spending one whole day in a park can be a little more thorough, right? Um, this, a reason to not hop. Um, boy, I think that's it. I think that's that's the list, right? the The biggest one is the cost. And I've been trying to keep you on track there. Now I'm going to let you go. Let you loose, Derek. Okay. Why do you like to hop? What are the advantages of hopping?
0: The big thing why I started hopping, why you convinced me to hop, is because we were able to do these short, more affordable trips. We'd go down and basically get three days at the park uh, with my work schedule back in the day. And so... With two or three days, we were able to hop and make sure we get all four parks in. And that was uh, a big plus for us. Yes, you're spending a little bit extra money, but in the long run, we are saving money because we only had a certain amount of time and we knew we wanted to get to all the things. Right.
1: And so to you, hitting the key attractions in all four parks was more important than a whole day in three parks or two parks. Exactly. Exactly. So that's where hopping can be great on a short trip It allows you the flexibility to get, you know, you can rope drop Epcot, work through it till midday and then hit Animal Kingdom where you can still get all the headliners, especially if you stack your Genie Plus lightning lanes and buy individual lightning lane for Flight of Passage later in the day. Uh, That's one big advantage to hopping that Genie Plus has is you can stack things for later. So that's that's a great point. The short trip, yep. I think it's good. My argument would be on a long trip, I think hopping is good because it gets really kind of monotonous to do one park all day. I, I know how horrible, monotonous at a park, right? But you can be in the Magic Kingdom all day and then have dinner in Epcot. Or especially during party season you can do the magic kingdom on the day of a party and then hop away for epcot forever temporarily or phantasmic or one of the other nighttime entertainments because a party day so the halloween party or christmas party are fantastic days to go to the magic kingdom but if you don't have a park hopper they kick you out before fireworks Yep. And it's really hard to explain that to a six-year-old as to why you have to leave. And then you get talked into buying that party ticket if there's any available. There's Which, some available, there's Usually, never any. No, there's not going to happen. But I'm just saying, party yeah. tickets way more than park hopping.
0: That That is true.
1: I think it's great for a short trip and a long trip.
0: Like you're saying, less stress, but you're able to go back to the resort. You can make a new game plan. You can stack later in the afternoon at a different park and just kind of go at your own will and making sure you get what you want to get done
1: done. Right. And the, so the, we said the time of hopping in as a disadvantage, here's where as an advantage, if you're going to take a midday break, right? Because if you have small children, they need a nap. If you have a, someone like a Doug, they need a nap. So just saying, I need naps. There's no added time to park hop because if you're coming back to the resort, taking a break, and then going back to the same park, guess what? You could go back to a different park it's the same amount of time. You're not actually devoting time to hopping. Now, have I sat there waiting for a bus to take me from Animal Kingdom to Hollywood Studios for what felt like eternity? Yes. Mm-hmm. It, 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 hopping can eat into your schedule. But if you're banking it around napping or a midday break or a midday s- swim – Yep. And Fantastic. the skyliner
0: and the monorail make it a whole lot easier between some of the parks so it's not as stressful waiting for the bus as it used to be.
1: It's nice because you you also have that flexibility towards the end of your trip. Say you're doing a five days in the park. You can, you can have the park hopper and still go all day at the Magic Kingdom, all day at Epcot. But then guess what? You rope drop Animal Kingdom, and the odds are you're going to have some time at evening. You can hop over to Magic Kingdom, catch the fireworks again. Yep. Maybe the weather was bad the first day, and you didn't quite get to them. It gives you that little bit of, like, breathing room at the end of your trip to throw on your Animal Kingdom day. Or for your fifth day, you're like, you know what? The kids really love this attraction and they would like to do it again. You might be planning your fifth day to be another rope drop at the Magic Kingdom, but then you can hop to Hollywood Studios and get Rock and Roller Coaster in again, if that's what the kids want to do, or get Everest in again. That's one of the huge benefits of hopping that I can see. Of course, other than booking dining reservations and going somewhere to eat.
0: Yeah, that's the best thing with hopping is uh, I can book dining on the fly or my kids are craving something unique, different. Hey, they want Woody's Lunchbox, but we're at Epcot. Looks like we're going over to uh, Hollywood Studios. So you get that Ronto Wrap craving, you can hop over there and get that. Missing that souvenir, Doug, you and I have had to do that multiple times. I've had to Run to a different park to get a souvenir for the kids or for myself or a pin. And so that's one of the benefits of being able to hop as well. And, you know, we are blessed because we have annual passes, which that does allow us to hop Mm -hmm. uh, for a price. Now, are they selling annual passes? I hope they do when this show comes out. Maybe right
1: when it comes out. I think after Easter we might see something. I
0: I really do think so. Fingers crossed. They they talked about it in, in the meeting, so you know it's at least there.
1: I mean, they, know they, it gave an, they
0: gave an annual pass discount for the star cruiser for the handful of pass holders that are still
1: around. Yeah. Which you should come join us on may 31st. There's so still 30 cabins. There you go.
0: Yeah. Come join us on the star cruiser. So if you have an annual pass, you might be able to get in there for cheaper.
1: All of the blue milk you want. There you go. Wes, That's... come on, join us. He does not have an annual pass.
0: Derek. I know, but he can I still know. join
1: us. He still should. Yep. Um, So, I love to hop. I'm not going to apologize for that. Our very first trip with kids, we finished up at Animal Kingdom and we had a hopper. We hadn't used it yet. We had done the Magic Kingdom, we had done uh, Epcot, and then we did Animal Kingdom. We're back at the resort, eating kind of dinner early. Uh, You know, we had a three and a one year old, right? And I was like, let's just go to Hollywood Studios we could catch the last Disney Junior thing. Like, cause we didn't know what that was. Actually I said, Disney Junior, that's a lie. It was playhouse Disney. Yeah, that's how old I am. Day. Yeah. That's how old my children are. And we went to that after dinner. We basically went in, went straight to that. So the kids were kind of fresh off their break and it was the most they've ever enjoyed every anything ever. You know, the, the bubbles coming out of the ceiling might've been like liquid gold for as much as they enjoyed it. But if we had done that on a day where we rope dropped and did attraction, 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 get into that, you know, time, we should have been taking a break, but we're like, we needed to wait for the next Disney junior. But that one was fantastic. And it was, you know, because we hopped there and it, it worked really good. And then we were able to prioritize that the next day because we knew how much the kids liked it. I'm not sure we would have prioritized it quite as much. As we did because we hopped the night before and it kind of gave us a lay of the land. It had been a while. Like Toy Story Mania was this new ride I'd never heard of. So the next day I knew I had to go like fight for a paper fast pass with everybody else. I think I elbowed people. It happened. May or may not have been on purpose.
0: It happened.
1: Those were wild times. Run into the paper fast pass machines, trying to get those as your family's getting in line for the attraction, and then try to meet them at the attraction.
0: Back in my day, we had I to know. fast passes and had to walk uphill both
1: ways to get to the attraction. There is a little hill, Derek. Oh, yes, There's there a little is. rise. It's all oh, devastating on the calves. There
0: was no cell phones to be able to text the peoples to get to the
1: thing and to meet. So, people anyway. still had walkie talkies in the park then. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Legit walkie talkies. That was how you did things. So yeah, we didn't text yet because that cost like ten cents a, a text, text. Yeah, why would I ever pay for that? Whew, craziness. Yeah. That was never supposed to be free, and here we are. Do you have a uh, a particular park hopping story that you can reminisce about, Derek?
0: The the one that I always love is that um, when we were literally park hopping, and my kids at the dime wanted chicken nuggets. And I literally just like, you know what? We're going to go to Hollywood Studios. And we went and ate at Backlot Express. Was not planning on going. We, were, we had a thing at Epcot. We had a lightning lane we had to get to. And I was like, we have time. And so hop over, eat chicken nuggets at Backlot, Skyliner, get to our lightning lane in time.
1: All Skyliner, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at that. I think Fantastic. we
0: came from like the resort. We went Magic Kingdom, Resort. We were going to Epcot, took a beeline to Hollywood Studios, back to Epcot. It's like, all right.
1: Those are the easiest two to hop to and from now with the Skyliner. Yep. Nothing else is that easy or predictable. Hopping between Epcot and Hollywood Studios is fantastic. Magic Kingdom is a little bit of a headache no matter what. But there are direct buses mm-hmm. from park to park. Yep. So you can take a bus anywhere like Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom to Epcot, animal, you know, but and so on. And it, they help facilitate the hopping, of course, after two. And it's kind of fun to hop and do all four parks in one day. Yep, I've done that. And you can make a, a game of it, like we've done where we've had to meet a character, had to go on one attraction, and get a picture with the icon of the park. And it's kind of neat to do that. And a lot of people are like, oh, but don't you waste all your time hopping? And it's like, yeah, well, yeah, you spend some time hopping, but... We did, like, a major attraction in each park because we set up a, a lightning lane yeah. and just kind of used them as we went. It was It's a lot of fun to do something like that, especially if it's, you know, your second or third trip to the world. You kind of can mix some things in like that. And I think if you're an aggressive planner, you can really take advantage of hopping to help get those dining reservations in that are hard to get. Because, like, Derek, we're still looking for the uh, – The, I don't know, the Rodeo Roundup Barbecue. I, what's the, I can't remember the actual name of it. I haven't eaten there yet. Yeah. So. I got an ADR for my June trip, so we'll be good. Yeah. As of now, we're going to eat there, but you're going to have to hop from Epcot over to Hollywood Studios. Oh, darn. Yeah. I hope you can make it. I have a Hollywood Studios Park Pass because hopefully I get there in time. My flight's on time. Otherwise, you're eating without me. That happens.
0: I don't know if I would do that. Maybe I would.
1: Well, you make sure you cancel it if I'm in the air. Yes,
0: yes, absolutely. So. Well, you uh, could take someone in my place. I, I could. I don't know. Right. One of our listeners, great. I, yeah, I don't eat by myself well. I don't even do parks by myself well. So we'll see how this goes.
1: It's awesome. Parks the, on your own I did wonderful.
0: do a California Adventure by myself during the D23. So I, I did experience that. That was the most I've ever been by myself at a park. This will be you the just, second most.
1: You just can't be quiet, can you?
0: I'm in my head. So I'm having a constant conversation with myself in my head. Or I go or I go live on one of our things. So that'll probably happen nonetheless. When I park hop, I will go live. So there you go. I think we kind of went over and above all the park hopping things Uh, Hopefully we did not beat it with a dead horse for you guys, but let us know on social media at Rope Drop Radio, what do you think of park hopping? Is it something that you plan on doing? Do you like to take it slow and just do one park at a time? We would love to hear from you. And if you would love to book a trip to park hop yourself, we have a link in the show notes and that we'll probably put on social media a few times as we travel as well. That way you can get a quote from an amazing TA and since you're paying for them anyway, might as well use them and let them do all the travel. Planning for you, so then you can just sit back and have an amazing vacation. And then, yes, please leave a review. Help us get to 500. And again, thank you, Patrons, for supporting the show. We're going to get to the after show. We're going to talk about what we think Disney is going to be doing with 17 billion dollars. And uh, we both agree that none of it's just being directly given to us.
1: Unfortunately. It's not.
0: No, no, that's there's no, no funnel no. that way. So if you want to hear more, you're gonna to have to tune into the Patreon after show. But for Doug, I'm Derek, you've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.